another episode of the Church Lives Podcast, a podcast where we expose the lives of the church one scripture at a time. I'm your host, E-Dub, and I'm joined by my co-host. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Doc. So I'm just happy to be here. Um, yeah. Uh, what's what's going to be um, on the agenda for today? Well, we just finished up talking about who we are as a people, who the true Jews are. We talked about uh, Deuteronomy 28 and all the things that the Negroes scattered across the world to the four corners of the earth that they've been through, according to Deuteronomy 28, Leviticus 26. But there's some people who say that they are the true Jews. They say that they are the descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Yet they have not gone through the curses of Deuteronomy 28, the plagues of Leviticus 26, nor have they been scattered to the four corners of the earth. Yeah, they've been pretty much together the whole time. Pretty, pretty much. They, they spread out in different parts of the world, but they migrated just like all the other nations of the world migrated. We were the only ones who were scattered via ship, according to the scripture. We are the ones who've been oppressed in the land for 400 years, according to the prophecy of Genesis 15. So the question is, who are these people? Who are these people that call themselves the Jews? And so we're going to deal with that today. And today's uh, episode is going to be called The Jews, A Stolen Identity, Part 1. Now, before we get started with this, just like every other podcast we do, this is going to be controversial. This is probably going to offend a lot of people, probably people of the Jewish community. To that we say, do your research. Yeah, this is not a episode where we're coming in saying, "Oh, we hate this particular." No, we're not. Like, we're not going to be like this. Isn't a anti-Semitic rant or anti-Semitic anything? Really, it, nothing about what we're about to talk about is anti-Semitic. And speaking on that. Just because we offer a critique on what we observe regarding some something does not mean that we are anti-Semitic or anything like that. That's just pure unadulterated gaslighting. Mm -hmm. And we're we're not for that. So if um if the information that we're given is essentially Oh, you disagree with it? Then disagree with it. Hey, you know what? That's fine. We have plenty of podcasts that you can disagree with. But if you try to take it to a point where it is not not there, where it's like, oh, this is just anti-Semitic, bro, check yourself. Like, check yourself and then shut up. Because no, we're not we're not on here promoting any type of uh, quote unquote anti-Semitism towards any any group hate towards any group this is just information that we've received and well that we've gathered over gathered over the years 
where it's like it kind of it lines up and yeah it's just our thoughts on it but yeah just wanted to give that disclaimer out because i it's like i get t- i grow tired of being gaslit it's it's just completed just bs oh you know uh hey yo this particular group um some reason this particular group does this this and this oh oh you're anti you must be anti-semitic that's not anti-semitism i'm not promoting we are not promoting any type of hatred towards them we're not promoting that hey uh if you see somebody in the streets that looks like them, you beat them up oh well uh these people should go to hell no we're not doing that because one that's goofy two that's not our place and three refer back to one it's still goofy so yeah just wanted to definitely put that out there in case later on somebody listens to this and cancel culture tries to come on us about, oh, you know, you guys just, uh, did this anti-Semitic podcast. Now nah, you better uh, don't be skipping to the eight-minute mark and miss uh, the two-minute to the five-minute mark on how we put this disclaimer out saying, no, nah, this ain't it. So, because that's pretty much what we just gonna refer you to. <laughs> We're like, oh man, my thoughts on it. Oh, uh, did you listen to the two to five minute mark? Oh, you didn't. Uh, listen to that. Okay, that, that's it. That's that's my thoughts on it. But yeah, just wanted to throw that out there. In, in addition to listening to the whole podcast, please go back and listen to the um, the three previous episodes of this series, talking about what the Israelites from the scripture look like and what will be their condition in the end times before Mashiach comes back. Please go back and listen to those because it's extremely important to know who is who in the Bible. It's not an accident that in church they don't teach you who's who. You read the Bible and you'll see oh, the Moabites did this and the Ammonites did that and the Amalekites did this and the Edomites did that and the Israelites did this. And you're like, well, who is who is who? It's the reason why they don't teach you who's who. Because all of these people are still in the earth today. But they say, well, we just going to believe. And if anybody believes, no matter who you are, if anybody believes, you good. When it's not true. Because the Bible is not a book about believers. The Bible is a book about Israelites and other nationalities' relationships to Israelites. That's what the Bible is about. And so when we point out who's who, we're not being anti-Semitic. We're being honest. Everything that we've been taught about everything is a lie. Everything that the mainstream world believes is a lie. They believe that these Jews are the descendants of the ancient Israelites. That's a lie. Everybody believes, well, Jesus is the, is the, is the way. That's a lie. Everybody believes, oh, our money is worth something. That's a lie. All the health system cares about us. That's a lie. Everything that we have been told to believe and to follow is a lie. And what we're doing is exposing the lies that are directly connected to the church. And one of them is the identity of the so-called Jew. So that's what we're going to do. Again, this podcast is going to offend because of the content. Anytime you hear something 
that challenges what you believe, it offends you. I remember the first time I heard uh, a woman who who uh, believes in keeping the Torah. I remember I heard the first time I heard her criticize Christianity. I was a Christian at the time and I couldn't listen to it. I turned it off immediately. I thought she was crazy because it offended me because it was something I'd never heard before. But when I looked into the scripture and recognized that the things that she was saying was true, then the offense went away and I started to look in for the truth myself. And so that's what we want you to do. We want you to hear what we say, let it offend you, but then look into it for yourself to see if it's true. All right. All right. So let's get it started. Let's go. We're, we're not going to start from the beginning, beginning. We're going to start from a prophecy and then go back to the beginning. So we're going to go to Luke chapter 21, verse uh, 24. Now, this is Yahusha prophesying, the one Christians call Jesus. He's, he's prophesying to his disciples about what's going to happen to his people in the near future. And this is what he says. This is the uh, New King James Version. He says, and they will fall by the edge of the sword, talking about the Israelites, that's in Judah. And they will be led captive. They will be led away captive into all nations. And Jerusalem will be trampled by Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles are fulfilled. Now, that says to me that the people who are in Jerusalem, occupying Jerusalem, are not Jews, are not Israelites, but rather Gentiles. Is that not what he said? Yeah, that's what he said. That's, I didn't say it. We said it. Luke 21, 24. Jerusalem will be trampled by Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles are fulfilled. Remember what all the prophecies of um, the major prophets, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, and the minor prophets, what did they prophesy? They prophesied the destruction of Judah and Jerusalem, the diaspora of its people, and then the gathering of its people. Now, we're told that where well, the Israelites was gathered in, um, what was it, 19, I think it was 1948, 1949, after uh, they established the Balfour Declaration and created the nation of Israel. And that's when, you know, they were gathered and it was God doing it all. That's what we were told. And when they got their reparations. That's yeah. <laughs> when, they, when they got their reparations. Right. That's That's what we were told. But that can't be true because the gathering of Israel directly coincides with the return of Messiah. Not only that, Isaiah 60 says that when we return, we would be returned by the hands of the other nations, meaning the other nations would bring us back to our place and they would bring us back with gold and silver. That didn't, that didn't happen in 1948. That didn't happen. There's a, a book that I encourage everybody to read. And it's called Against Our Better Judgment by Allison Weir. 
W-E-I-R, Against Our Better Judgment. In this book, she explains how the state of Israel was created. And when you see the wicked exploitation, manipulation, conniving evil that was birthed through that nation, you will see that the Most High had nothing to do with that present state over there. That was created by man. And she has, most of the book is documentation. Most of it's not her opinion. It's about 40% her opinion and 60% documents that she compiled to show what took place over the course of over 100 years. The state of Israel was a long time coming. They, they were looking for a place to create their nation and call it, say that, you know, this is the fulfillment of prophecy when it's a lie. His people are still scattered. And we already went through that, according to um, the scripture, the podcast that we went over a few episodes ago. Hey, you can even um, go through some of the uh, biblical prophecies and show that um, you know, the people that are in that land and claim that are, that they're spo supposed to be the people of that land aren't the people. Where it's mm -hmm. like um, when they go into the land, they were supposed to study the war no uh, study yep. war no more. Yeah, that's Isaiah. They're, yeah, they're one of the most war hungry nations in the world. Mm -hmm. Yep. Like, they, they, like you can go through those end times biblical prophecies and show like, hey, uh, this is what's supposed to happen when the people actually go into the land, and mm -hmm. none of that stuff happened. <laughs> so, nope. if none nope. of that stuff happened, then it's like, then those that 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 ain't them. Yep. And I'm glad you brought that up because that that's a very important scripture, and I actually want to read that. That's in um Isaiah two, because it talks about what happens when Israel is gathered and what the other nations will be doing. So let me see. Let me see if I can find it right. Mm. There it is right there. Isaiah chapter two. Let's start at verse. Uh, let's start at verse one. The word that Isaiah, the son of Amos, said concerning Judah and Jerusalem. Now it shall come to pass in the latter days. So we're talking about towards the end. That the mountain of, of Yahuwah's house shall be established on, tops of, on the top of the mountains. And shall be exalted above the hills. And all nations shall flow to it. Or all nations flowing to Israel. No. Okay. So we already know that that's not part of it right there. Verse 3. Many people shall come and say, come and let us go up to the mountain of Yah, to the house of the Elohim of Jacob. He will teach us his ways and we shall walk in his paths. For out of Zion shall go forth the law. Is the law coming out of Israel? No, <laughs> no, not at all. And the word of Yah from Jerusalem. Now, this is the part you were talking about is verse four. He shall judge between nations, rebuke many people. They shall beat their swords in the plowshares and their spears in the pruning hooks. Nations shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they war anymore. Nations shall not lift up sword against nation. Didn't Yahushua say nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom in the last days? Uh -huh. 
So here he's saying nation will no longer lift up sword against nation. We're still in the time that Yahushua talked about where he said nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. He said when his people are returned, when his house is established in Israel, they're not going to be doing that. They won't be studying war anymore. All we're doing now is studying war. The whole Iran and uh, Israeli nuclear deal agreement. They saying Iran got all these nukes. Iran doesn't have any nukes. They don't need them. Russia has them and Russia has their back. Israel has over 300 nuclear weapons. Over 300. And this is, this is, I, I, I read that about two, three years ago. So they probably have more. I, I thought when they get to the land, they're not going to study war anymore. What are they doing with nu nuclear weapons? What are they doing shooting Palestinians? I thought that they were the chosen people. Jerusalem shall be trampled underfoot by the Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles are over. So this is a prophecy that is playing out as we speak because we're, it's very clear, still studying war, <laughs> nation is still up against nation. The word of the Most High is not coming forth from Israel. I mean, good night. They having transgender beauty pageants over there. They call Israel the capital of the LGBTQ community. They're, they're promoting lawlessness. But Christendom has been told, well, these are his people, so we need to pray for them. And we need to give them reparations. And because God's going to bless them. When they have stolen an identity and the scripture says that, yeah, Jerusalem going to be trampled by the Gentiles until their time is up. And guess what, y'all? Their time almost up. So the question is, who are the Gentiles? So now we're going to go back to the beginning. So we all know uh, everything was wicked. You know, they was, they was mixing DNA back then. Funny how they're doing the same thing now, talking about, you know, as in the days of Noah, so it will be during the days of the coming of the Son of Man, how they was mixing DNA, and that's what they're doing now with all this foolishness that we got going on here. But they was mixing DNA, doing all type of wickedness, and the Most High said, I'm going to kill everybody. Noah, you're the only one that found grace because you're the only one that's righteous. So I'm going to save you and your family. I'm going to deliver y'all. Whoosh, the flood comes, raining for 40 days, 40 nights. Flood covers the earth for, for I don't remember how many years it was. Finally, they land on Mount Ararat and they go. And he says, be fruitful and multiply. And obviously, you know, Moses had, not Moses, Noah had three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Okay? So, the scripture tells us who the Gentiles are. Back in Genesis chapter 2. I'm sorry, Genesis chapter 10, starting at verse 2. So, the sons of Japheth were Gomer, Magog, Madai, Javan, Tubal, Meshech, Teraz. The sons of Gomer were Ashkenaz, Rif, I think it's Riphath, and Togarma. The sons of Javan were Elisha, Tarshish, Kittim, and Dadanim. From these, the coastlands people of the Gentiles were separated into their lands. Everyone, according to his language, according to their families, into their nations. 
So according to the scripture, the Gentiles were the sons of Japheth. Hmm. Hmm. I thought Yahushua and the Israelites came through the bloodline of Shem. Yeah, I, I, I could have swore that that was it. I, I could have hmm. swore that, that that was the case. You can't really be hmm. an Israelite if you're part of that Wait particular. What? Wait a minute, that can't be right. Okay. Wait. From these, the coastland peoples of the Gentiles, which means that the sons and the descendants of Japheth were identified as the Gentiles. And so that means that the descendants of Ham and the descendants of Shem, according to scripture, they're not the Gentiles, but it's the descendants of Japheth. That's the Gentiles. Now, here's why that is interesting. There's one of uh, Japheth's grandsons, the son of Gomer. His name was Ashkenaz. Have you ever heard of the term Ashkenazi Jew? Yeah, that's pretty much like one of the main ones that you hear about. Mm-hmm. The many of the Jews, and, and we're we're by no means experts yeah, <laughs> on tradition yeah. and culture or anything like that. This is just from what we've researched over the past few years. But there are two main groups of um so-called Jews. It's the uh let me see if I can find it because I wrote it down. Matter of fact, you know what? We'll get to that a little bit later. Um, but the reason why I want to focus on Ashkenaz is because Ashkenaz is actually the father of the Germans. If I go to Blue so Letter Bible and Blue Wait, wait hold up, hold up, hold up. Wait, they're the father So... By that assessment, would that mean that all of Germany are Jews? Well, that, that can't be right because I thought Germany was trying to get rid of the Jews. But the father of Germany was a Jew. Hey. Wait. <laughs> that means somebody lying about Some, something. Something not right. I want to read y'all this. For whatever the my link is not working. Oh, from the Blue Letter Bible. Yeah, can you do you can you get to it? Uh, it is. It says that it loaded, but I don't see anything. I'm not sure why it's not working. What were you searching Let's for see. in a Blue Letter Bible? Um, where where they said who who Ashkenaz is? Okay, I think I I think I got to it. I think I found it. Yep, I got it. Okay, all right, cool. I was about to say they shut the link down. God dang, it's <laughs> <This> quick. <laughs> all right, so here here's how we know who Ashkenaz is. So this is from the Blue Letter Bible, and again, that is a a concordance reference from reference from scripture. All right. Uh, the name of a region and a nation in northern Asia sprung from the Cimmerians, 
uh, according to Genesis 10, verse 3, to be sought for near Armenia. Uh, unless this was a province of that country, the modern Jews understand it to be Germany and call that country by its Hebrew name, which is only to be attributed to their ignorance of geography. So basically, they're saying that Germany, the people of that land are descendants from Ashkenaz. But how, how do we have this term Ashkenazi Jew? How can they be called Jews if they're descendants of the Gentiles? Of this, who was the, the father of the Gentiles? Yeah, that, that doesn't, like, you can't be both. <laughs> you can't be no. both a Jew and a Gentile. No. And when they trace your lineage back to, um, to Japheth, well, Japheth, mm -hmm. and it specifically says that, hey, this is the uh, this is where the Gentiles come from, and you're just like, no, that that's not. You can't be both Jew and Gentile. There's already a sect mm -hmm. from Shem. That's where Jews come from, and then another sect, which is Ham. That's where um, that's where Edomites come from. No, Edomites come from Shem. Oh, remember Edom right, right, right. is Esau. Right, Esau, right. The Hamites, that's Canaan, Cush, which is um, Ethiopia, put in Egypt. Oh, okay. So those nations or um, many of the African nations were um, Hamites. Descendants of. Mm -hmm. So if, if, if that's the case, so Ashkenaz was the father of the Gentiles, who's the father of Germany, and we know that that's not Israel. So how, how, where did they come up with this concept, the Ashkenazi Jew? Now, those people who, who study history, they know that the present-day Jews, or who we call the present-day Jews, were converts. They converted to Jew Judaism um, around the seventh century but they converted after migrating from an area of Eastern Russia. And that area was known, not the area, the kingdom that they had was known as Khazaria. Now, when I first learned about Khazaria, I was like, well, I, I don't remember this kingdom in, in, in school. Yeah, not at <laughs> all. Like, kingdom, Khazaria, what? <laughs> I said, what is a Khazaria? <laughs> I said, what is that? Come to find out, Khazaria was a kingdom established directly south of the Caucasus Mountains. Hmm. Now, who else do we know came from the Caucasus Mountains? Um, people. Excuse me, the Caucasus Mountains. The Caucasians. Yes. Yes. So... Khazaria, which was established by uh, the descendants of Ashkenaz, was their kingdom, and it was established south of the Caucasus Mountains, directly south of the Caucasus Mountains, which is the same reasons that the same area where Caucasians came from. But I thought that the Jews came from Israel, which is right on the border of Egypt, and during a time when all 
of Africa was what we call present day Africa and the Middle East. The Middle East was a part of Africa back then. Remember, the Middle East was a created entity. They built the Suez Canal in, I think it was either the 40s or the 50s. And everything, what is that? East? Yeah, everything east of the Suez Canal was called the Middle East. That region was Africa. And so if this is where the most highest people came from and they looked like the other people in that region, how can these people who came from Europe <laughs> say that they are Jews Well, we're just Ashkenazi Jews? I mean, to be, to be frank, it's par for the course <laughs> with a lot of, with a lot of um, Caucasian people. Like, I'm glad that people are starting to see more and more now. It's like just how much history that mm-hmm. Caucasians stole, just flat out stole and lied about. Yes. Where those they yes. they're not only the ancient Egyptians, they're the ancient Romans, the Greeks, the Irish, mm-hmm. the they if they if China didn't document their history so well, they would have taken that too. But they Set up with their teeth, and that's where Darjeeling comes from. Like, if you mm-hmm. like, they have stolen so much. Oh, you know what? We're like, hmm, uh, these saints, uh, that's in the Bible, it looks like their images are black. Yeah, we're gonna take that, they're white now. Uh, Jesus, hmm, looks like he's yep. black too. Yeah, we're gonna take that too. Uh, to, like, the yep. amount of stuff that they took that just straight up stole and they condition people that oh yeah this is perfectly correct and then when people actually go to like locations of Russia where they actually have the original like paintings of the original saints and how they're black uh, go to Egypt and see how the people were black and go to all of these different regions and see that these people were black and you're like wait 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 like no wonder why people state that um the greatest invention that um, uh, white people have made was the patent office. You guys are pros at just stealing stuff and claiming it that is your claiming that is yours when it's not. Yep. It's it's insane the amount of thievery that comes from this group of people. But the scripture told us he told us who we was dealing with in John ten ten. He said the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Who has been the perpetuator of stealing, killing, and destroying for the past thousand years? System of uh, white supremacy, definitely. That's its main objective. We keep looking. That's the thing. Well, that's one condition that's a lie. Um, When we hear about the thief, that's that. You cutting out is. Can you hear me now? All right. Yeah. When we hear about the thief that does nothing but a steal, kill, and destroy, we immediately either think of two things: a singular person or, or Satan. And that and that's pretty much what we've been conditioned into thinking. And it's like, oh, he comes in a thief in a night of steal, kill, and that, all that stuff. <laughs> but instead, we should be the thief, you should be looking for. Who has come to do those three things? Who has consistently done those three things? And throughout history, we have seen that the system of white supremacy that 
it has done nothing but that. Whenever, like from, like from ancient days to um, the Inquisitions to the slave trade to now, it has been a constant theme of stealing from other lands, stuff that there's not that's not theirs, lying about it, killing the people that are there, destroying their history, and then rebuilding it in their image. And saying that, oh, it was all us. Like, we've been conditioned into thinking that these people were pioneers. We've been conditioned into thinking that right. these people were just, just good, altruistic people that just came to these lands to um, help the people in need there. And then when you uncover just the sheer amount of destruction and terrorism, because that's what it is, terrorism. You mm. go into a land that's not even yours and say that, hey, yo, this land is mine, based on a paper that has no backing, um, talking to a people who don't know who you are and don't recognize you. And like, brother, it's just insanity that we have been conditioned into thinking that all this stuff is good. And now, like I said, I'm glad that more and more people are starting to realize, like, bro, this stuff is wicked. Like, bro, that's no way, that's no, any other way to put it. Put it. it is sheer wickedness that these people were just so flagrantly evil. Like, not, not just normal evil, like, not comically evil, just flagrantly evil. That you had people who were part of their own group, like, yo, man, I don't feel comfortable doing a lot of stuff. And then they had the audacity to say, hey, yo, look, I talked with God. He gave me this piece of paper. Uh, yeah, you know, it's cool. You know, it's good. You know, you can steal from these other nations. It don't matter. They, 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 they're not even people. Is explain in more detail what you're talking um, about. So, uh, there have been a few instances. One in um, one that I know for sure that was that happened in the Spanish Inquisition, where there was a person that, um, during the Inquisitions that had real apprehensions on committing these heinous acts of murder and stealing and stuff because he's like, "Yo, this is really wrong. Like, we're killing these people and taking their stuff. Like, I don't feel comfortable doing this. And as Christians, I don't think that we're supposed to be doing this." So the Pope heard about this and. Pretty much told him like, "Yo, it's okay. Like, no, it's okay. Well, I'm gonna write this palpable, and um, yep. is just gonna state that it is by God's will that we are able to do this because these people aren't even people. So um, we can do whatever we want with them. No, no." Didn't, didn't go to scripture. He just said, hey, it was essentially the first version of um, I'm white and I say so. <laughs> mm -hmm. And that pretty much happened during slavery as well. Hey, yo, like, hey, we, I, don't, I don't know if we should be enslaving these Africans. Oh, no, no, they cool. They, they only three-fifths of a person, so it's fine. Mm -hmm. and, and that's that's exactly what happened during slavery. I mean, the, the point of this particular episode is a stolen identity. Who steals? The people from the Caucasus Mountains, <laughs> you know? And what was interesting, and I didn't know this, most of the ships that were used to bring 
Negroes across the transatlantic slave trade were owned by these Ashkenazi Jews. They were owned by them. One of the first ships that brought us over here was a ship called Good Ship Jesus. <laughs> and it was owned by a Jew. So they stole our identity, stole us from our land, and then boom. Now, now we're just here. We don't have an identity. We don't know who we are. And they assumed our identity. You know, people say, well, well, the white man enslaved us. It wasn't the Jew. The Jew funded him. He funded him. He funded him. He gave him, him the resources to go do what he needed to do. So remember, they're brothers because they all came from that region, the Caucasus Mountains. And so when, when you hear the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, you have to look at what has been stolen throughout history. Um, accomplishments, identity, time, resources. Who was the thief? People who don't have melanin. And so when I look at the, the Ashkenazi Jew, I see them as thieves. And many of the, and, and let me say that, it's not all of them. Some of them don't know this information. Many of them do. Many of them do. And actually, uh, I want to say this too. In the book that I read, um, Against Our ba Better Judgment by Alison Weir, she talked about how the um, political powers, who, who, they, who they call, they, they go by different names, Zionists, some of them call them Zionists, some of them call um, elitists or whatever. They forced many of the quote-unquote Ashkenazi Jews to go to the land of Israel. They were Many of them were kidnapped. Kidnapped by um, mercenaries and military agents and brought to the land against their will. There, there are groups over in Israel by the name of Jews Against Zionism because they know that they are not the people and the people who have created the state of Israel and are doing all this wickedness, they are the ones at the top. They're the ones that are calling the shots. These lower level Jews, they know that. And so we're not coming against all Ashkenazi Jews by any means. But we have to understand there is a power structure in the right. earth. And, that's, and also, we're not coming against all white people either. This is not, like, like I said before, this is right. not that. We are stating pretty much the history that show that irrefutable proof that all of that stuff happened. Now, if you disagree with that, then argue right. with yourself. I, I'm not about to uh, argue with somebody who denies that white supremacy don't exist. So, so if if you feel the way, then uh, kick rocks. So, uh, continue on with that <laughs> with the lesson. It's it's the elites of these groups that create the power structure the lower level people they just consent to the power structure our people the ones who've been oppressed we have no say so in the power structure and so when we understand how these things work then it's very clear to see that not only was our identity stolen but it was stolen and given to a people for profits because America is paying them reparations when America didn't do anything to them in World War II. 
America, quote unquote, helped freed or helped liberate them from Hitler. But yet we're paying them reparations for what they went through for about, what, six, seven years, but is refusing to give the Negro reparations for what he's gone through for over yeah, four years. I don't see any other nations jumping up for joy, trying to help black people out. But uh, when when um, the Holocaust and the World War II was over, every nation, a lot of them didn't have anything to do with it. Uh, was like, hey, yo, we need to give give this particular group money. And America has just been continuously giving them money. But when black people state that, hey, yo, uh, happened to them was horrible. But that happened to us for 200 plus years. And then we had to deal with another 100 plus years of severe discrimination and uh, terrorism. Uh, our check. Where, where's our land? Where's our reparations? Yo, you guys' reparations was you being free from the Civil War. Well, in the Civil War, and it's like, but you didn't you didn't use that same logic when it came to the Jewish people. Like, you didn't say that. Ao, World War Two was over. We freed you uh, from your intern, your uh, prison camps, and your internment camps, and your concentration camps. All right, that's your reparations. Goodbye. You didn't say that. That you, you didn't say that to them. You said, hey, yo, we need, you guys have been a destroyed people. Like, you guys were destroyed, so we're going to help you rebuild by get uh, giving you a land where people are already on it. I guess that's par for the course when it comes to <laughs> Yeah, these people are already on this land. They've been living there for many, many years. Yeah, we're just going to take that land. It's yours now. That, that Wow, that. And that, that actually is part of the course. <laughs> but, um, but when it comes to black people, it's like, no, no. Uh, even though your predicament happened on a longer, uh, pretty much on a longer time frame, and it, more heinous acts were committed against you because um, the Jewish people were destroyed physically. Were destroyed physically, well, physically and mentally. We were destroyed physically, mentally, emotionally, psychologically. Um, generationally destroyed mm-hmm. where uh, our customs were taken away, our language was taken away we were systematically destroyed in every single way possible to the point where people we like we are we have been conditioned into thinking that our history don't go beyond uh, our arrival mm-hmm. here because that was beaten out of us <laughs> those customs, the, all of that stuff was beaten out of us and killed out of us and weaned out of us. So even if we wanted to research who we were before that, like there's such limited information because the people that were supposed to provide that stuff were killed off and that was taken away. Mm-hmm. At least, at least with uh, the Jewish people during the Holocaust, they were able to keep their customs. They were able to keep that history. They were able to keep um, all that stuff. What was taken away from them was their freedom and their wealth. What was taken mm-hmm. away from us was everything. Mm-hmm. So we, we, we have to point, point out the elephant in the room. We have a people who occupied Jerusalem, but the scripture refers to them as Gentiles. And then when we look at history, we see 
that they were working with the same people who enslaved us, who stole from us, who destroyed us, who killed us. And so we, we have to point out all this information because these are the facts and these help explain why when we tell our own brothers and sisters, hey, you're Israelites, you're supposed to be keeping the commandments, they look at us like we're crazy. When they don't realize that the reason why we are under so much hell is because we have turned away from the laws, statutes, and commandments. Let's keep, let's keep going for the sake of time. Uh, I want to read a couple of sources. This first source is uh, from a Jewish source, myjewishlearning.com, and it talks about who the Ashkenazi Jews are and where they're from. Now this, again, this is a Jewish source. And I quote, Ashkenazi Jews are the Jewish ethnic identity most readily recognized by North Americans. The culture of matzah balls, black-headed, hadassim, and Yiddish. This, this ethnicity originated in medieval mm. Germany. So there you go. Again, this is a Jewish source. <laughs> it, mm. This ethnicity originated in medieval yeah, so Germany, not yeah, so Israel. It's like it's that, like this information is readily available. It's easily available. It's not something that's exactly yeah. hidden. They're just choosing not to tell you. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Like they just push this this portion of the game out, but they 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 know what it is. It's like yeah, these people are from Germany. Mm -hmm. Yeah, these people are from Germany. Yeah, these people originated from Germany. Yeah, this person like this group is the father of Germans. Why, but, but we've been conditioned into thinking that that Israel is their land, but they're from Germany. So how is that their land <laughs> when they're from Germany? Right. Stealing land from Palestinians, and I, I wanna I'm gonna I'm gonna come back to this point later because I wanna I wanna get through this, but y'all have to get the book against our better judgment there's so much information in there on what they did and how they did it it is just so evil completely evil but let's keep going um okay so we're still on this quote although strictly speaking ashkenazism refers to jews of germany the term has come to refer more broadly to jews from central and eastern europe they really, so once they're really again, trying their best not to call themselves Gentiles. I was, <laughs> really, they are really man. trying their best not to refer to themselves as Gentiles when it's clear that they're part of that lineage. Dude, like you, you, their their history is known, but they don't. It to me, it's like they don't mind sharing it because all of the world believes the lies, and so it doesn't matter anymore. Oh, we got we got y'all, so we can just tell y'all anything. It don't it don't even matter. I mean, this this information is very widely available. It's not even a little bit hidden now. Maybe back then it was, but now it's it's not hidden at all. So let's keep going. Now I, I want to talk about this person, Arthur Kessler. He was a Jew. He wrote he was an author, and he wrote a book called the 13th tribe the book explained how the so-called jews that we call today or jews how they are a created people the reason why he called the book the 13th tribe was because they are added they are an additional jew to the other original 12 tribes now 
I think it was what six, seven years after he wrote the book, him and his wife mysteriously died in a hotel room, and they said, "Well, he just killed himself and killed his wife." That's what they said. But mm-hmm. we we know how that works. Uh, I'm gonna read some excerpts from his book about what he says. So here, here we go, Mister Mister Kessler concludes. The evidence presented in the previous chapters adds up to a strong case in favor uh, of these modern historians, whether Austrian, Israeli, or Polish, who independently from each other have argued that the bulk of modern Jewry is not of Palestinian, but of Caucasian origin. Now, the reason why he put Palestinian in there is because Israel is occupying Palestinian land. That was the land that they chose. And that's that's the thing about um, against our better judgment. So she basically showed the documentation to where these uh, elite Zionists and Ashkenazi Jews, they said, we need to create our own state. How do we do it? Well, we just need to find some land to do it in. What land can we choose? Can we use? Let's use this land over here in Palestine. Okay, cool. And we just going to bomb it. And the land that we bomb, we're going to clean it up. And then we're going to make that Israel. That's that's literally what they did. That's literally what they, they did. They, they sw- and they said they, they told them in the Bible in the word they said that the most high was going to be sweeping people off the land. They decided to grab the broom themselves and sweep the Palestine off the land. That when it, when I read it, it blew my mind because she's she's provided the supporting documentation. They 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 bombed churches and schools. And some of the Palestinian officials knew about it. And they told they told him, they said, hey, y'all said y'all could have this land over. We said y'all could do this over here. Why are y'all bombing our schools? Why are y'all bombing uh, churches and religious mosques and things like why are y'all bombing where civilians are? They said, we don't care. We taking all of it. This is in the documentation. This is how the state of and Israel was created to this day. That's why they fighting. That's why they fighting. Ain't got nothing to do with, well, we, we, Jerusalem is our home, or it's our home. Y'all took over their land and created these cities and said it's yours. Who that sound? That sound like they did that somewhere else. I wonder where else they did that. (laughs) You tried, you tried to white people and they said, no, (laughs) you guys, you guys are, no, this is not your land. So that's that's why he he addressed the that modern Jewry is not of Palestinian descent because that's the land that they chose to destroy and occupy. So let's keep going. The mainstream of Jewish migrations did not flow from the Mediterranean across France and Germany to the east and then back again. So he's saying they didn't start over near Africa, go east and then come back. The stream moved in a consistently Western direction from the Caucasus through Ukraine into Poland, then into Central Europe. So he's saying they started out East and moved West. When when that unprecedented mass settlement in Poland came into being, there was simply not enough Jews around in the West to account for it. While in the East, a whole nation was on the move onto new frontiers. Now, this is the part where that I want to get to um, about the difference between the Sephardic Jews and the Ashkenazi Jews. 
Okay, so the Jews of our time fall into two, into two main divisions, Sephard, uh, Sephardim and the Ashkenazim. So the Sephardics and the Ashkenazis. So he, he explains the difference. The Sephardim are descendants of the Jews who since antiquity had lived in Spain because in Spain, Hebrew in Spain is Sephardi. Until they were expelled at the end of the 15th century and settled in the countries bordering the Mediterranean, the Balkans, and to the, a lesser extent, Western Europe. They spoke a Spanish Hebrew dialect, Ladino, and preserved their own traditions and religious rites. In the 1960s, the numbers of Sephardim was estimate, uh, estimated at 500,000. The Ashkenazim, at the same period, numbered about 11 million. Thus, in common par parlance, Jew is practically synonymous with Ashkenazi Jews. So the Sephardic Jews are Jews that are actually from the area, and they don't look like the Ashkenazis. The Ashkenazis are the ones who migrated over from the Caucasus Mountains into the region and, uh, and into the a, area. A, a, um, a particular thing to note, um, which he he was he didn't go into detail. So I will. Um, until they were expelled from Spain at the end of the 15th century, what happened during that time? That mm -hmm. the start of the Spanish Inquisition. Mm -hmm. People think the Inquisition started yep. in South America. No, no, no. It started in Spain. <laughs> it started in Spain, yep. where they were. Going to different Moorish, uh, different Moorish kingdoms that was built in Spain, different um, black Jews that was in Spain, mm -hmm. and telling them, "You gotta go. Yep. You gotta bounce. If you yep. like, if you stay, you either have to convert to Christianity, or you're going to be killed, or you'll be sold into slavery. Mm -hmm. That's it." So a lot of people fled Spain. Mm -hmm. There's some that died for the cause and were brutally murdered, tortured and murdered. Then there were, and then the kids yeah. were sold into slavery, where they were uh, sent to West Africa to be sold into slavery. And then others, under fear of losing their kids, forcibly converted to Christianity. It, it was very similar to what the slave master did to us here. I don't, I don't care what you believe before you got here. Mm -hmm. Here, you're a Christian. I'm a Baptist, you a Baptist. I'm a Lutheran, you're a Lutheran. I'm Presbyterian, you're a Presbyterian. You're my property. I don't care about what you believe then. This is what you're going to do now. And they did it before they did the same thing. And so... We, we, we have to understand. Now, again, Arthur Kessler, he, he was of Jewish descent and he was exposing his own people and they killed him for it. They killed him for it. And so when, when, when we understand that the Gentiles that the scripture speaks of, of the ones occupying Jerusalem until their time is up, they are the people that are there now. 
the ones we call Ashkenazi Jews. They have no rights to that land. They have no rights to being called Israelites or associated with ancient Israel. The DNA of the ancient Israelites is E1B1A. The, the DNA of the present day Jews, Ashkenazi Jews, it's it's not even close. It's like EGB64, some, some crazy. It's not even close. But guess who else has that same DNA type? E1B1A, Negroes. Negroes. They know that we are the people and they know that they are not. They converted to a twisted, perverted form of Torah keeping which in which they mainly follow the Talmud and other books, the Kabbalah, things of that nature, rather than the law, statutes, and the commandments of the Most High. People associate, you know, keeping the commandments and doing Passover and all that with Judaism. Judaism is a created uh, ideology that was birthed through um, the Talmud, which is a Babylonian document. They're from Babylon. They, they are Babylonian as far as what they follow. Why do you think the scripture calls her mystery Babylon? It's all of it. It's Christianity, Judaism. It's not all of that together. That's where it all came from. And so when, when you understand that these are the Gentiles and we are the true chosen people, then you understand Who's who and what the scripture says would happen to these different people. Now, we're going to, let's see, where we at? Okay, let's let's go through this one scripture and then we're, we're going to be done. We're going to close it out. Now, we got to deal with this because this is directly in the Bible. This confirms everything we're saying. And it's actually in two locations. But the location we're going to use is Revelation chapter 3, verse 9. Now, this is, this is the most high speaking to his people now again we're in revelation so we're talking about you know an, an end time situation he says indeed i will make those of the synagogue of satan who say they are jews and are not but lie i will make them come and worship before your feet and they will know that i have loved you so the most high saying there's going to be a people who say they are Jews and are not. He said, these people are from the synagogue of Satan. Meaning that they hate him. Now, next week, we're going to get into the fact that the most high don't love everybody. Yeah, and how that directly yeah, that, that, relates that, 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 to the Gentiles. A fun lesson because... Um, Going back into church doctrine, we have been conditioned into thinking that uh, God loves everybody, Jesus loves the whole world, and all of this stuff. When uh, John three sixteen, all we've been preached John three sixteen incessantly for eons, not even realizing that that's a precept, and it actually goes into detail on what world that the Most High is referring to. When he says that he so loved the world, that he sent uh, his only begotten son for. 
and purposely leaving out certain texts, like one one particular one, a whole book, <laughs> and that book is Obadiah. Like just completely omitting mm. that. We did. We never went through that book. We, I, I like throughout my whole church life, we never went through Obadiah. I didn't even know Obadiah existed. Mm-hmm. But that that one book is proof that he don't love everybody. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, and the the reason why that's important because. He called the people who call themselves Jews and are not but lie. He called them from the synagogue of Satan for a reason. He called them that for a reason. And he said, they will know that I have loved you talking to his true chosen people. There's a people that the most high loves and there's a people that the most high hates. He hates those who have destroyed his people. He hates those who have stolen his people's identity. He hates those who have abused and oppressed his people. That's whom he hates. That's what all of Matthew 25 was about. You know, they say, you know, when you was naked, uh, when I was naked, you clothed me. When you was hungry, you fed me. When I was sick and in prison, you came to see about me. When did, did we see you in this condition? He said, when you did it to the least of these, my people. He said, the nations who treat my people good you can come in. The nations meaning ethnicities. But those of you who treated my people wicked, oh, y'all out there, y'all gotta go. Where it's weeping and gnashing of teeth. It's all about how his people are treated. That's what the scripture is about. That's what the entire book is about. And so when you have a people who, has, who have stolen the, the identity of another people, He's going to deal with that. He said, I will make them come and bow before your feet. That means that he's going to punish them so bad that they're going to say, just like Pharaoh did in Egypt, you know what, y'all just, just go, go. Just, take all, just take all the money you want, take all the money you want, just, just go over there, we, we cool. Most high, you win, we done. He's going to do the same thing to them, and it's already started. That's what the judgment's about. He's going to bring these nations and these peoples who have treated us wickedly and have done wickedly, he is going to bring them to their knees. And they're going to bow down before his chosen people and say, y'all the ones he loved. Y'all the ones he called by name. It's y'all. It's always been about y'all. The so-called Negro, so-called African-American, so-called black man, woman, that's been scattered to the four corners of the earth. You are the ones that the most high loves. Here, it's y'all's. That's when we leave. That's when all the judgments over. And that's where we're headed. So, again, next week, we're going to deal with who he loves, who he hates, and why he hates them. We're going to deal with that. All right? So, we hope y'all enjoyed uh, this podcast. We are going to be starting a Facebook page, a Church Lives Facebook page, very, very soon. So, be looking for that. And we're going to post all of our podcasts and other information resources that we use we're going to put all of that stuff on the facebook page so you can go research this stuff yourself uh, again we are going to honestly and continually um share this information exposing these lies that's in the church because again like we said at the beginning they tell you it don't matter it does matter the reason why so many christians are asleep during these times during this end time is because they don't know who's who 
They think everything is about how they're treating Christians when that has really put people to sleep, when it's about how they're treating his people and the, the amount of time that his people will be oppressed and in the judgment that would ensue afterwards. So that's what this is about. That's what we're going to keep exposing. We're going to do it unadulterated, right? So love y'all. And always remember, the most high is true. His word is true. But the church is a lie.